0: Hey hoes, welcome back to Tyler's Take, where I give my take on some of the most and some of the least controversial topics. So guys, we are now on episode three. I know that doesn't sound like a lot because it's only three. However, we're on a good, pretty good flow. Like I'm liking this, I'm enjoying this. We. If you haven't already, I already did Rehousewise in New Jersey. I did My Faith and... Sexual orientation in the last episode. And I'm going to record two now. I'm going to record two at a time and then schedule them out. So the goal is to do two podcasts a week posted that you guys are able to listen to. So I thought about what I wanted these topics to be about today. And I think, you know what? Let's just go through the reality TV topics or TV topics. It doesn't have to just be reality, but reality TV topics for now and get them done so that we can actually follow the seasons. Because, I mean, like, Atlanta's over, Jersey ended a few months ago, so on. So let's talk about them now, and then we can be more up-to-date when the new season starts. So today, we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. So this is going to be this episode is of Atlanta, and then the next episode is going to be Orange County. But I'm just going to record it right after I am done with atlanta and it'll post a few days later but let's really get into it guys um first of all obviously we know i love real housewives i think millions of people do i i i would love to read because i never have i would love to read a sociologist's perspective on why real housewives and not just Real Housewives. You could argue any reality TV show. I mean, Jersey Shore, Real World, any reality show that brings different personalities together and sees what ha- and to see what will happen. There's got to be a sociological explanation as to why we enjoy it so much. Like there just has to be. Um, and I think Atlanta. I mean, you have so many debates on which franchise is the one that started it all. Um, which franchise is the biggest, which franchise was... I mean, you, there's so many different arguments out there about what kind of was the starting point and what took Real Housewives to a household name. I know Atlanta, right? I know Atlanta had a very large part in the progression of Real Housewives. Now, data, right? You can look at viewership. You can look at um, which franchise was leading at the time. And I think Atlanta was. I'm not sure though. Obviously, I'm just, I'm speaking from what I believe to be years ago, the truth. But Orange County technically was the first Real Housewives, right? So you got to give Orange County its credit and credit's due. Orange County was technically the originator for Real Housewives. But if you want to argue what franchise kind of solidified Real Housewives as a staple show, I would argue it was Atlanta. It was either Atlanta or New York, I would argue. Um, New Jersey was taking place at the time, but New Jersey, again, really didn't get solidified until the table flip. New Jersey was good, trust me. I love New Jersey but i really think new jersey took off when teresa made her statement with the table flip and then people were like oh wow okay well <laughs> let's let's look into this one so with atlanta today i feel like atlanta has lost so much of what made it so good right like you look at the original cast and and i know that humans are naturally sentimental. I know I'm extremely sentimental. So normally, and I try not to be biased about it, but normally I do prefer the, an original cast. I really do. Once you start changing out the cast, usually it's a miss. It can be a hit, right? And this is where I agree with Carlos King on this statement. He oh, He's the first person to say, that when Kenya and Portia came on Real Housewives of Atlanta, it kind of resuscitated the show, and I and I actually completely agree. I think Portia and Kenya, you never get, and, and I'll say this, you very rarely get two new cast members that do extremely well, right? Because usually they're they're cast in doubles because they're it's good to have a counterpart. You really don't see it happen. I mean, look at. Carlton and Johanna, um, I believe was her name, from Beverly Hills. Look at Catherine and Erica from Beverly Hills. Look at the twins on New Jersey and Amber. Look at, and I'm not saying guys, and guys, please, let me get this straight. I'm not saying that to say that they were bad at what they did or they were bad on the show or anything personally about any of these people. I'm just saying they didn't get asked back. I didn't make the decision. They didn't get asked back. And I'm saying that to say that when you cast multiple new talent or multiple talent at the same time, the show's really looking, they, they're assuming, right? The show's assuming they're not going to make both or three talent cast all full-time members of a show right that's that would be a great goal because that means they all did very well but realistically you 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 cast in bulk and then pull from that pool right So Atlanta was so was so clever with the casting for Kenya and Portia because they were perfect and they both stayed and they are both legends within real Housewives of Atlanta. You could argue, Maybe not legends of reality TV, but they are legends in Real Housewives of Atlanta. If you follow Atlanta, every anyone you ask, and again, obviously there's outliers, but most people you ask are going to either like Kenya or like Portia or like both. But in reality, they're going to like one or the other, because they were just that good of casting, right? They that was just a great cast decision, and I and I agree with Carlos King on that that point that he makes. And I believe he was working on the show at the time too. So clearly he knows even more of the back end that we're not privy to. And I feel that that was a great cast. I don't, I think, what, season five is when they came in? Um, but the cast of, I mean, I, I I believe the best cast of Atlanta was Phaedra, Kenya, Phaedra, Kenya, Candy, Portia, Nini, and Cynthia. That, in my firm opinion, that was the best cast. And that's actually one of the few times an original cast in my mind does not win the best casting. However, the original cast of Atlanta was still really good. I'm sorry, Kim and Nene's dynamic was so intriguing because again, they were also almost polar opposites. But yet their dialogue and... Their isms were just so, so good, right? And Sheree, oh gosh, Sheree. Sheree is just funny. You, you can say what you want about Sheree, but she was also a great casting decision, no matter what, no matter, no matter what she said or what was going on. She was great, a great cast in the original season. So with Atlanta, the problem with today, Atlanta, is that, and I don't want to overkill authenticity, authenticity because I use that so much in the Real Housewives of New Jersey conversation. But that is something I look for in reality TV, right? Because you're already de- you're already fighting an uphill battle. Reality TV is already looked at as kind of this, like fake, scripted, exacerbated. Dialogue or moments, and I, I, I don't believe, right? I firmly don't believe Real Housewives is scripted. It's, I, I, I don't believe that. I think you have multiple producers that have come out without signing NDAs and are never going to go back to that show, say that it was not scripted. So, I mean, I think there's enough evidence now at this point that we believe it's not scripted. But I do believe that obviously production adds to the fight they add layers on to something that was very small and they blow it up out of proportion whether they tell a cast member what they said in the confessional whether they you know because every every cast member every talent has their own producers so they're going to in a way be loyal to their talent and they know that they got to get them a little bit revved up so they're going to start some shit Excuse my language, but they're going to start some stuff. Like they they're going to and it's it's actually their job. I mean, it's legitimately their job. So I feel that Atlanta was so good because the pro- the issues that happened in the earlier seasons were like light-shade. It was it was stupid things that were not that serious. I mean, look look at Kenya and Porsche when they were fighting over Porsche calling Kenya Miss Universe. Over Miss America or no calling her Miss United States over Miss America something like that because they are two different lanes of pageant pageantry that is so ridiculous that is so whether even if it was someone trying to throw shade even a Porsche which I, I don't believe because I mean really if you don't follow pageantry no one knows the difference Let me. I'm sorry guys if you don't follow pageantry if I asked any man straight male Or again, even a female, but that doesn't care about pageants and doesn't care about that industry, they are not going to know the difference between Miss America and Miss United States. They're gonna think that you just, they they blend, they're gonna think that they are interchangeable. So back then, that was so, I remember that just being so ridiculous, right? But it was a funny thing to have a problem with, you know? And I think now, when you look at Atlanta, and you look at the other franchises, they go so low to try to make something happen. And it's sad. Like, I don't I don't want someone I don't want to hear someone bring up like the dirtiest things or the biggest mistakes you've ever made in your life. I don't want to know that I really don't want to know that because we're all we all have made mistakes and we all have fallen short of perfection multiple times i know i have so i don't i don't i'm not going to i don't want to be told all these things to just try to make me like hate the person that's being referenced that's ridiculous the show should be about what is going on now what is the current in light shade, and I think Atlanta was like that in early season. Obviously, you had some dark stuff. Don't get me wrong; every franchise did, but like it was, it was more light. There was more fun. There's actual. That's the other thing. There was actual fun in the early seasons. I don't see any fun anymore. There's no. There. There's nothing like the group trips and the cast trips. You could tell that they actually wanted to hang out with one another. Like yes, it was their job. But at the same time, they actually wanted to do it. There was there was some excitement there. Now, you can tell that they're just there because they're told that they have to go on a group trip, and it's so unentertaining. It's so un- like it, I watch it, and this is Atlanta specifically, and I and all the franchises I feel like are getting to this point, but Atlanta specifically because at this point, who are the women close to? right? Like really think about it. Atlanta is in, out of all of the franchises, the weirdest middle ground with casting, right? So I say that to say, let's start, let's just go through real quick. New Jersey, right? Melissa, Teresa, even Margaret, right? Have all been on the show for at least what, and Margaret's definitely now over five, and Dolores too, Probably over five seasons, five to five to the beginning of the show. I mean, five seasons is a pretty good amount of time, right? So you have at least half the cast that's been there for a while. Then you have, let's say, let's just throw some more out there Beverly Hills, right? Okay, Kyle, Darit, Eric has now been there for a decent amount of time, um, and kind of Garcelle and Sutton are newer and, and whatever. But none, nonetheless, half the cast also been there either from the beginning, Kyle, or five plus seasons right? Okay, then you go to Potomac. Potomac, actually, most of Potomac is the original cast, which is another reason why I love Potomac, but original cast, right? Um, Orange County, Orange County, you look at, you have Shannon, Tamara, which Orange County, that's gonna be the next one we talk about, so I don't want to go too deep, but Shannon, Tamara, Heather, right? And then, I mean, Emily and Gina, uh, they, they've been there now for a bit, a somewhat bit of time, but I wouldn't consider them long time member cast cast members but Shannon, Tamara and Heather minimally and then you have Taylor Armstrong, right, who was also a housewife just on a different franchise, the first to do a crossover. Um and then you had Vicky making appearances to come back. Right? So every other franchise has at least half their cast of long-term housewives. Atlanta, right, only has Kenya and Candy, that had been there for a while. Drew Drew and um, Sonia both came in at the same time. And that was only a few years ago. It was a few seasons ago. And then Marlo, yes, has been a friend forever on the show. But she, the problem when you, This is the thing. When you pull a friend of the show and make them a cast member, which actually, I don't know how many other times that's happened. I really, I'm truly trying to think of when other franchises have pulled friends of and made them cast members. I don't, I'm drawing a blank. It's probably happened, but clearly not a lot. Clearly does not happen often. And there's a reason for that, right? Because the problem is, and again, nothing against Marlo. I'm, again, I'm not making any part of this podcast going to be negative, speaking negatively about any of these women. Um, The problem with that decision is that Marlo, a lot of what her story was, because you're a friend, doesn't get shown, right? So we think we saw a lot, but not even close. What we would see of her being the friend of, we missed multiple conversations with other women. We missed her own individual story that was playing out in life that we didn't get to see because they weren't filming her because she was just a friend, right? So like, She's not, you can't really even consider that because we didn't get to see much of her story for the years. We only saw her in drama with other people in reality. So Atlanta is really like the one franchise at this point that, and then you look at New York, right? New York completely recasted. Am I happy about that? No, <laughs> no, because I like my, my, my girls. But in reality, you kind of have to make a decision. You either completely recast or, oh, and Sheree, I'm sorry, Sheree on Atlanta. I can't believe I I drew a blank with Sheree being there, but okay, Sheree on Atlanta. But either way, you then look at these other, you look at the fact that they recast it and then you look at like Atlanta where it's like, they're kind of sprinkling, right? Certain women from the past back into the show but not, like, I don't want a returning OG for one season, and then they're gone again. And then they come back for one season, and they're gone again. I mean, even Kenya, right? Kenya, recent, I mean, the past few seasons came back, but she was gone. I don't know if it was just one season or two seasons. I can't remember how long she was actually gone for, but she was, she left, right? She left the show. She came back when she, after her pregnancy, and then, started back on the show but the point i'm making is is that you're having atlanta is 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 too all over the place with casting it doesn't make the, the the groups don't make sense the groups don't make sense and it's very it's very awkward it's weird to watch and i feel like it's getting to a point where what do you, when do you say we either again recast like new york did or go back to the basics and by basics i mean going back to like the original girls or the girls that made the show popping you know like i know nene has said a lot of things and i don't think nene would ever be invited back on the show and i can't blame bravo for that i mean why would you how do you invite someone back on the show that sued you or attempted to alleged i'm saying allegedly again i don't i don't know the inner workings of the of the case but I mean, that would be like if I quit, <laughs> i would be like if I was leaving my job and then took that job to court for, I mean, whatever reasoning, I would never expect that I would be hired back at that job. <laughs> you know, I don't think any of us would in our right mind. And if I was an employer, I would definitely not hire the person that took me to court ever again. You know, so... You can't really expect Nini can come back. But at least if they worked on getting, right, if they got Cynthia, Cynthia, Kenya, Candy, Kim, Portia, Sheree, and then uh, they need Phaedra back. I'm sorry. They need – I know how people feel about Phaedra because the accusations and, yeah, that's disgusting. I get it. But they need Phaedra back. I'm telling you, if they brought, and, and this is, I, I didn't even watch most of last season because it was just so boring. If they brought Phaedra back, even and in, in, even if they kept like the newer girls, Drew, Sonya, and whatever, even if they kept them but brought Phaedra back, that alone would make the show, I can guarantee you, you would have an insane, not insane, but you would have a large amount of viewers come back to Atlanta easily easily because you know why we never got the conversations we needed with Candy and Phaedra we never got it and I think a lot of people forget that and I think that's where Atlanta went so wrong is that we never got that we kept they kept Portia which again I think the show also needs Portia but that's another that's I can go into that but we got seasons, not just one. We got seasons of Candy and Portia, in the fallout of the accusations. But yet, we never got one conversation with Phaedra and Candy. And I'm sure, again, I don't know this. Is, I this is not a fact. I guess I'm. I'm just. I'm just guessing. I wouldn't be shocked if the reason why Phaedra was definitely not allowed back was because Candy gave Bravo an ultimatum. I wouldn't be shocked. And I can't blame her. I mean, there is a line. A line When someone crosses a line, especially in the workplace, because it's their workplace, you do have to put boundaries and say, listen, this kind of rumor, this kind of accusation is not going to ever happen again. And how I prevent that is the person that made the accusation, they're not allowed back on this show. Or it's me or them. I wouldn't have been shocked if Candy did a me or them situation. And again, I can't blame her if she did. However, I think enough time has passed by. I think Phaedra knows, like, I, I, I can't go there, right? There, like, if I go there again, I'm definitely never going to be allowed back on this show. So I feel like now is the time. I think enough time has passed that the wounds at least are topically healed where a conversation can take place. And we, as viewers, that should have happened years ago, but I would still be happy to see it now, right? So Atlanta, there is a way, you can save Atlanta. You can save Atlanta. And I'm no producer. I don't have experience in any form of production, but I think that there comes a point where a decent amount of production is common sense, right? Like you shouldn't have to know, you shouldn't have to go to school or 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 get lived experience in reality TV to know that you shouldn't cast everyone with the same personality, right? That's clearly not gonna work. You cannot have six Kenyas, six Nini, six Porsches, six Cynthia's on stage. It's never gonna work. So we're casting one-on-one. Make sure that your talent Make sure ta- all talent is different from one another, that they bring something different to the table, right? Another production one that I think would be common sense. You can see on paper, right? You can pull reports to know what seasons were doing the best with what cast. We know which seasons did the best and we know who was casted during those seasons, Right? So, I don't, this isn't confusing. This isn't a difficult thing. And you're not going to tell me. I'm sorry. And I know some housewives do turn down being asked back, but the ones that turn down being asked back are like moguls at this point. All right. I don't imagine, and maybe she has turned it down. I don't know, but I don't imagine Phaedra saying no for an offer to come back to Atlanta just going to put it out there. I mean, she just went on a girl's trip. You know, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know why we're not really... And if that means you have to pay a little bit more, you pay a little bit more because the money you're going to get from the viewership coming back to the show is going to outweigh the little raise that you gave whatever talent to come back to the franchise. So I think, Alana, there's just too many mistakes. And I think, sadly, a lot of those mistakes fall on production. It's not really the girls' faults. The girls are who they are, I think. And even Kenya that actually makes a very good point. I watched the, the Carlos King interview that Kenya just did recently. Even she said, like, these girls are, like, she she's bored. She's bored with these girls that she has to interact with because there's no one really challenging Kenya in challenging her, that is equal competition. Like Kenya is, she can read, she's quick, she's clever. If you don't give her someone that is on, like on their toes, which is what I always found so funny, was that Portia. I know Portia didn't say the the most glorious or put together statements when she was <laughs> when she would debate Kenya, but she was still an equal match. She was an equal match because you know, like, Portia still was funny. So the thing is, Portia used her humor and like her, she was witty, like she just kind of knew like comical things to say in those moments, and she was a good counter to Kenya. So it's like, I don't understand, and Kenya did say one one thing she said in her interview with Carlos was that she said the girls used to have to try out. I remember her saying this in the interview. The girls used to have to try out, and at this point now they will they will <laughs> sign a girl a contract before she's even met the rest of the cast. Like what? What why would you do that? Why would you do that? Any of these girls, and I'm saying this right now, any of these girls that are new, any new talent coming on to the housewives, they're going to want it bad because they know how many opportunities can arise from being a housewife. So they're going to do what they can. And what I don't understand is you're going to just contract, contract them on the show as if they're going to do well like you know they're going to do so well why would you not have them do at least 4 or 5 6 scenes right with the rest of the girls and then make the decision have the contract ready and i would say right as a amendment in the contract to say this contract will take effect right After five episodes, well, potentially will take effect. After five episodes, if production feels you're doing a good job, this is what your pay, you will get back pay for the episodes that we recorded of you or the scenes we recorded of you. But for now, you don't get paid until after you've done X amount of scenes and we feel that you're a right fit for the show. I don't understand why that is not being done on every single franchise. When you give a girl a contract without having any expected expectations, a lot of these girls are gonna come into it and say, Eh, I can just kind of show up and all I really need is one season. Right? One season, they know if they if they get one season, they can push their brands, they can push their businesses in just one season. And 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 not even the pay of the show, which don't get me wrong, that's another thing that is a good perk. But just that one season gets their name out there enough that they can write off of that until whatever. So don't get me wrong, they want more seasons. But in reality, shit, I already signed the contract. You're going to pay me. I'm going to show up. And I'm just going to get my check. Instead of here's your scenes, you need to, to show up and kind of show up, but not in a fake way. But I, we want to see if you can hold your own with these girls and with these women and the problem is it's not like that anymore. Atlanta has lost the power behind it. There just isn't power and I guess that's the 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 most generic way I can say it, but there just isn't this like high high strong like energy and that's why I say Potomac has been Atlanta's replacement. The humor is similar, the Ideologies are similar. The like it, the, Potomac is the replacement for Atlanta because Potomac still brings old school Atlanta to the table. Whereas now Atlanta has fallen off. And you know, Potomac maybe in five seasons, they may be in the same spot. But if you keep someone, if you keep Giselle and Karen, and I'm not kidding, and Candace, if you keep Giselle, Karen, and Candace on Potomac and then just revert, revamp the rest of the cast. I don't, I don't think it would ever get to the point where it would be like Atlanta right now. I'm serious. I think those three girls could carry the show with any other three random women you throw onto the cast. And I think the problem is the ones that Atlanta are relying on to carry the show, they have other things going on, right? Candy has a million businesses, right? Kenya even has her, Kenny hair care, I mean, that she's working on. I mean, all these girls have so much other things going on that at some point, like I do feel like maybe the time's up for this and it's time to focus just on the business because you can only be pulled so many directions and only give so much energy to certain things, you know? And I just, I feel like we're at the point now where you kind of outgrow, you outgrow Real Housewives at some point. And I think it's almost time to just either completely recast or get the girls back that have history with one another. And I know if you bring back Phaedra, and that's why I keep saying Phaedra, because she can save the show on her own right. Because you bring back Phaedra and Portia, I think bringing back Phaedra and Portia would be huge, but even if you just brought back Phaedra, you have a whole season where Phaedra and Kenya, because they can't stand, I mean, I don't know now, but when they were on the show, they never could just get over their crap, right? So you're gonna have issues with Kenya and Phaedra right off the top, right? And then you have the whole dialogue of Candy and Phaedra that has to occur. You could you could literally build, and I'm not kidding, you could build up eight episodes of like a lead up of Phaedra and Candy. They have to talk. They have to talk. They haven't seen each other in years. Da, 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 da. And people would tune in. People will tune in to watch an eight episode lead up just for one conversation because it has been so long and never happened. Right? So... That is what, how I feel about Atlanta now. And again, opinions will change. My opinions will change. So in two years, if I say, oh, Atlanta is so great now, da, 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 don't try to pull back this interview or this podcast and say, well, you said, right? Because I literally will change my view on a show season to season. In the season of Atlanta that just occurred and where we are at now with Atlanta, it needs to be revamped. Right? So, and I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. But thank you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. Again, if you have not already, go back and watch the Real Housewives of New Jersey um, dialogue. And then also the um, Christian and homosexual podcast I made about myself and about my feelings in both areas of my life. So thank you guys again so much for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you guys on my next one about Orange County. So stay tuned. Bye.